everyone. Welcome back to Fab TV's podcast. Today is Talk Tuesday, and we're going to get into another recap of Insecure Episode 4. Abby. Yes! Yes! You have no idea? <laughs> you have no I called, clue. <laughs> I called Vinaya immediately. I was like, okay, <laughs> we need to hurry up. Oh, my there, God. This episode, y'all. Drama, honey. Um, it, It's what we needed. We needed this tea, okay? We Rebels. needed the readings. <laughs> We needed all. We needed I'm all so, of that. My mind went in so many different directions. I mean, I let's just let's just get into it. Yep. <laughs> yes. Please. It was good. I hope you guys saw it. If not, go watch it and come back. We have a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, pretty much the episode started off with, of course, the uh, block party. You know, Issa is balancing you know that all of those struggles with her personal life molly and her relationship doesn't get any better so you see the dynamic of that kind of go you know a little far left again um and yeah we see tiffany in her mother habitat it's interesting Mm -hmm. uh and then you know the friends come together to help her i think that was super cute uh candola is acting a little funny she's not answering Issa's a little phone. sus this is a little sus you, why you not answering the phone uh-huh. why you not you just i don't know what's going on with that but lawrence you know pull Issa to the side um at you know tiffany's house and i don't know there was something there after the discussion with um tiffany's dad or dad baby daddy uh-huh. excuse me I don't know. I think that sparked something in Lawrence. He was like, you know what? I think the guy, I think he said, you know, you got to make it work if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lawrence is always looking for some type of affirmation or like some type of, you know, sign. The sign. Yeah. And, yeah. and every time he gets those things, he kind of like really goes and, and, and he, he goes on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yo, it was so much. And there's a lot to unpack, a lot to unpack. Lot. Yeah, do you think that Molly, like, so the deeper Molly and Issa kind of, like, falls out, it's like she kind of gets closer to Andrew. It's like she's pushing Issa away, but she's using Andrew to cope. Yes, I. you know, it's funny you said that because it was certain, when they were talking with, it was, like, Tiff, Amber, um, and all of them in that room, Yeah, she, it seemed like, she was like, oh, well, at least I have this person to rely on, you know? It's like, it yeah, my girl's not right there. here. Exactly. <laughs> like, my girl's not here shade. right now. Yeah. But I have this person to rely on. And rightly so, it's in a quote-unquote, they are, like, out of the honeymoon stage, like they said, stage, like they said. So they are mm-hmm. trying to figure, um, they are having a new development in the relationship. But yeah. yeah, there was definitely some some, like, oh, at least I have somebody on my side. And yeah. Like and I said before... Issa like it comes down to her just really missing yeah exactly it's kind of her way of just kind of I guess dealing with the fact that I guess Issa's not giving her what she wants but they're both it's so crazy like they're both feeling the same way you know I think Mm -hmm. Issa is not so in tune with it until you know Molly throws shade because Issa's just being Issa she's in her own world you know she thinks her friend is her is gonna be her friend but Molly you know, is taking things a little at heart because I think she's on this like discovery of herself and she's trying to work Mm -hmm. on herself and like Mm -hmm. all the, all the words, all, everything that comes out of Issa's mouth, you know, it, it's impact. So yeah, yeah, that relationship is going to be interesting. 
um, how they finally communicate. And let, can we just talk about? Don't ask Kelly nothing. Like you know what, Kelly? Don't Ke- ask Kelly. <laughs> yeah, Kelly needs her own TV show. Okay, what? she needs her own talk show. Why she just the way she goes about certain things? I can't. Why? And he's, I feel like you know it's desperate when you got to go to Kelly. It's like you know, you think something's wrong with with uh, mm-hmm. Molly and Kelly? <laughs> she's just not the friend. I don't know if y'all got friends like that, but she's not the friend you go to for advice. She's like, you, you no. sit around with Andrew, like, girl, wait a minute. Pump your brain. Exactly. Nobody exactly. said anything about Andrew. Um, but yeah, so what do you want to get into? Because there's just so many different things. What should we lot. start off with? Okay, I want to because I was holding this and I had to catch myself. Yeah. Lawrence and Issa. We just gonna jump right into <laughs> it, get it out there right? so I can be done. <laughs> I, I just wanna do it, you know? Wait, like wait, wait. you going into like fourteen point four seconds. 14 minutes into the episode, you want to start? <laughs> I mean, I just need to get, get it, it off my chest. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, because, go ahead. only Let's because of where we left off with Condola and Lawrence. Yes. That's, okay, that's so, fair. That's fair. Yeah. So where so, did they leave off? Let's just kind of like direct them into it. So where we left off last uh, episode was Lawrence and Condola having a little like uh, argument basically of where they were at in their relationship things weren't certain questions weren't asked and um so like Lawrence wanting kids or wanting marriage and Condola not wanting that granted she just came from a divorce so the last question that Condola asked was if Issa did not cheat would Lawrence still be with her and he didn't answer but we think we all know what he was going to say Mm -hmm. anyway (laughs) fast forward to 14.52 seconds in the (laughs) (laughs) In the episode. Yeah. And when he, um, when he's having conversations, I don't know Tiff's bait husband's name, <laughs> but when he's having conversations with him and just realizing if it's worth it and yada yada, I think deep down, Issa and Lawrence both know that they're both worth it. They're both each other's soulmates as of in. right now. They're five years exactly. in. The thought of starting over, especially with Candola's circumstances. Exactly. But like, yeah, I think that triggered it. You're right. For sure. Exactly. So I want to just jump into what you think he was gonna say. Because <laughs> oh. I, I have several. I have two things. Girl, I, think. I literally was like, Who? I think it's okay. So first of all, I feel like I know these type of moments. Like I think that. So her getting a phone call in that very moment, and I don't want to be cliche, but I think all of these things are signs. Like it's not the right time. So I feel like. One, I think we said this before, we don't want to force them. It has they have to naturally mm-hmm. come back together for it to work. Mm-hmm. No one can't force it. I think Lawrence has to come to you know, he's getting I think he's coming to that aha moment that Issa is the one, you know, we put in all this time. A lot of yeah. people disagree because they think cheating is the end all be all, whatever. That's your opinion. But you know, yeah. there's work to be done given, but he knows that it's worth it, especially we saw that. Uh, that kind of like you know aha moment when when his friend told him if it's worth it you make that shit work so that's where yeah. we are now I think that he is going to try to like rekindle something with Issa but I feel like just how this scene kind of played out it might get interfered you know I think it might be interfered with like Kendola coming back in the picture and um, Nate isn't Nate and Nate there's Nate yeah 
because yeah. he just came out of nowhere like nigga who are you absolutely they're gonna they're gonna, so. they're gonna you be insecure i know you're about to throw us for a loop you're gonna take us on a roller coaster ride mm-hmm. it's not gonna be easy lawrence and Issa, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen people do not get excited i'm excited yeah 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 i, I am have too. to calm my butt down because i know I what mean- they're about to do to us they're gonna pull it from under us so yeah, I think that was that was I don't know what that means for Lawrence and Condola, but yeah, girl, how do you how do you feel? What did you where did you think that was going? Well, <laughs> you just knocked me down five pegs because I was gonna go all the way right there. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back to reality because I, yeah, <laughs> I was being like, okay, so when's the wedding? But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 all you seriousness. No, I think he was going to dead ass, like all seriousness. I think he was going to say that either he and Condola weren't working out or something of that effect, yeah. or he was just going to try and see where Issa's head was at, like in, in like all jokes aside. So, or be honest about the conversation. Yeah, the conversation he might have told exactly. her you know, what Condola and him talked about. Um, maybe not fully say you know i want you back yeah. it's be that yeah. but i think i don't know that's such an interesting thing you would think a little time would go by for him to like think about it i don't but i don't think he would necessarily jump in to see where if she was dating anybody i think mm-hmm. he wanted to see where her head is at and to kind of talk because think about it they never really talked talk no. about what happened you know what i mean i don't yeah. think he would have jumped right in the yeah. lawrence that we see today yeah is really about okay i'm about my business i'm trying to plan my future i'm trying to da, 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 yeah. da, da. you know what i mean yeah so i think he's going to be a little bit smarter about it in this sense yeah but um yeah i was just like the minute he pulled her over i said okay so what are y'all doing i know <laughs> i'm like what is yeah maybe trying to get in nice with her and just like kind of like yeah. be on some let's try to be friends first and just see where it goes so yeah mm-hmm. i definitely agree I, I think it's gonna be i can't first of all episode five can't come quick enough okay it needs this, to be sunday this, <laughs> they just kind of put through at us real quick and this is kind of mm-hmm. like in the middle right they only do like what 10 episodes yes at most yes 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 oh and we got and a was- shout out season five what yes! Queen Issa, by the way, is already in the writer's room via yes. Zoom with Can her writers. Can we wait writers. for you, Issa? I got some, I I got mean, some stuff I would love for you to publish. I just would love for you to put it in your script. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would like a little role here and there. You know, Ooh, I could be a, you know. <laughs> Yo, let's we, manifest Put me that. in. Can we manifest the power of the tongue? Yo, we're we, we okay, going to put that. We're going to put that. We're going to put that. Who would we be cameo as? What would we be doing? <laughs> I, I want us to be together in some way. Like, can we be like the Ratchet friends? Yes, DJ Durag's gonna make an appearance, y'all. Oh my god, we could be at the retail <laughs> store. Yes, you know, annoying characters. You know that meme? That what? meme with the girls who were like, it's like they were being interviewed. These ratchet ass girls being interviewed by some. Um, oh my god! <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you come up and drink? Which is, oh my God. Oh we God. could so do that. Beef, you take that elsewhere. Don't bring that here. First of all, if you was beefing at a wedding, you should have been beefing at their wedding. Why would you bring this to somebody else's club? That's sad. That. 
we'd be so stupid. We I can so beat those ratchet like girls. Someone so ratchet. Like I would yes. love it so much. Okay, anyway, let's 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 pray that happens one day. <laughs> we go we will put it out there, y'all. Absolutely. Naya and I are going to work and have a role I in insecure. We're gonna put that it. out there. Okay. Universe, take it and do what you will with it. Look, anyway. See <laughs> girl, I know. I can I can I can put on a performance, honey. Exactly. And yeah, so what what do you want to get into next? I think uh naturally if we're talking about Candola, I mean mm-hmm. um Issa and Lawrence, we can kind of talk about Candola. Why do you think she's not answering Issa's phone call? Why is she ignoring her? Like it, I think nothing really is new. Like you knew this was your exactly. ex. You knew that she cheated on him and that, you know, that's why he made that decision. So why on the professional side, why ignore her now? I think also, I think she's sorting out her feelings. Mm. Maybe Lawrence and her, three, okay, three things came to mind. I think either Lawrence and her broke up. Mm. She and Lawrence aren't on speaking terms, but they're still together and they're trying to figure that out, but she doesn't feel comfortable Mm. right now talking to Issa because she was in the topic of conversation, even though it has nothing to do with Issa and not necessarily that she's mad at her. It's just that there are obviously some feelings right there that she feels towards her because of the whole situation. Yeah. And the third one, the third one was just like, you know, she was like, fuck it. Let her figure it out on her own. Like kind of Mm -hmm. watch herself of both her and Lawrence. You know what I mean? Like she's upset. Yeah. You know what? Exactly. And I think she just probably just needed some space. It could be, but she seems very, she seems, her character seems very professional. So I, it does not make sense the way she's going about things but again we've only known her what is this episode four so we really don't know much about her we don't so yeah. I, we, I, we, we still we like you we think you're good people yeah. we get that it's a tough and sticky situation but i think it's a little odd that she ignored um her you know because it's just for me it's like this is so separate like what they're doing and just all of the pressure and, and the responsibilities that they share together I just feel like if you're not going to answer the phone call I guess send a text mm-hmm. still help don't ignore mm-hmm. do your part but you know I think maybe what she was giving her in the beginning was that friendship business partner yeah and how she's mm-hmm. giving her the cold alright you're my business partner you'll, you'll get a phone call back when I'm done with my meetings you'll get a phone call back when I feel like it mm-hmm. I think that's the side that she's getting right now because she's trying to compartmentalize their relationship perhaps and maybe because we don't really know exactly what happened after that conversation in the <clears throat> maybe they did yep. or take a break which I think is appropriate because I feel like until the block party is over maybe we should just cool it you know Yes, and I feel there's a like deeper conversations that both her and Lawrence have to have. There's deeper conversations, maybe not deeper conversations, but like boundaries yeah. that she and Issa need to set, which had not been set. Yeah, and um, just for the sake of they wanted to seem like they were cool with each other, but at the same time, I feel like boundaries had are definitely necessary in these cases, Bound- especially because of how everything came about. Absolutely, and and like you said, they have their own issues to talk. Like first of all, they're not even on the same page as far as what they want in a relationship. So that there you go. Whole another thing. So they need a break for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and I'm, there you go. Uh, that kind of like takes the cake. Like you know, that is like okay. We definitely need to to kind of like you know put this on pause and and, and get back when yeah. we just have thought everything clearly. Um, yeah, um, I totally agree. 
So how do you feel with all that said? Because I guess that could jump into our next thing or segue into our next thing. Mm -hmm. How do you feel how Issa is handling the whole business side of like basically handling her business, (laughs) trying her most to do with the with the schoolboy Q dropout yeah and all of that how do you think she's handling it right okay so yeah we get into the episode and then you know before so the whole you know conversation with Lawrence is interrupted by the cancellation of schoolboy Q he's out and I was like Lord here we go with the curveball you know we mm-hmm. was winning all right insecure just throw her a curveball she's trying out here dang but you know I Honestly, like, it's so funny because when I was watching, I was like, this is not the business woman. Like, I don't think she knows how to necessarily recover with things like this. I think she's trying her best. I think Issa has great intentions. But when it comes to, like, the actual getting stuff done, you know, Molly, I think is more of the... I think they could have been great partners in this. Uh Because I don't understand why if they had a contract, why this is even a conversation, you know... It was like the shortest conversation over the phone. I just feel like Issa is, I don't know. It's just, maybe that's the production side of me. I'm sorry. Like, I, you know, I handle, like, my personal job is about, like, agreements. We don't play mm-hmm. around with contracts and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like it's unfortunate, but I think she, <laughs> I think there was a little bit more of a conversation instead of, oh, so you're out. Okay, moving on to the next artist. Wait, mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. a minute. Um, and I think Molly was trying to help. Molly had some great points. Like, remember when they got on the phone call and it was like, Molly was asking her, well, you know, is there a void for, on your behalf or is there a paycheck? You know, like, uh-huh. just asking her legit questions. So I, um, I respect that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Issa is just trying her best. I Look, I support Issa and her intentions all day, but she definitely needs Kendall. <laughs> This yeah. Candela, please help your girl. I know you bad, but she about this about to go down in flames. I think I I don't know. I think this is the tough love that Issa needs. Ooh. How I saw it was mm. Issa is a go getter. And we've seen that from like her job at the the nonprofits that she was working at. She's always had a thing of organization, right? And researching on her own. Yeah. But let's be honest, and I have to give Molly credit, she always ran to Molly or ran to somebody to help her. For sure. Specifically Molly, I could see most uh, most times. For sure. Molly always helped bail her out. For sure. So in a way, whether it, there was a, 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 a real contract or a, a something upstanding, mm-hmm. I think Issa needs this to kind of help push her growth. Mm-hmm. How I saw it was, okay, what is the next thing you're going to do? You know, you used to, or you used to be in contact with a lot of people. What, how are you going to prove to yourself that when shit hits the fan, yeah. that I'm not going to give up, that I'm still going to push. That's how I saw it in terms of she, she can't always rely on people. And I'm going to just really quick jump to when she asked Molly about the, um, asking uh, Andrew to help and so forth. It's yeah. like, how do you feel? So you think that Molly was in the right? Yes, I. But it's because of the situation that made it seem wrong. She's for the first time. Molly is picking herself mm. and choosing to put work into a relationship. She even said it herself that this is the longest relationship she's had, where she's had to learn how to ju- ju- juggle her life and her 
um, her personal life and her uh, professional. Okay. So, and <laughs> she's for the first. Kind of jumped into another thing. I, I like that point, and I'm I'm interested yeah. to hear what you're saying. Okay, so the next part is Issa found an artist, and it's under Andrew's label or the the, the label that he worked mm-hmm. with. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it, but anyway, you know, she reached out to Molly, um, who actually got excited because she thought Issa came was trying to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asked her for a favor. She was like, can you holla at Andrew to kind of put me on? I think it was like Playlist Live. Yeah, so then now, like mm-hmm. you know, we get into the end. We're at the end now where Molly calls her back and she said, you know, I can't do that. You know, I don't think I can do that. I'm, I'm choosing my relationship. So now, as far as what you were saying, you were saying Molly mm-hmm. was right because Issa needs to figure things out on her own. So like, just kind of explain that. In terms of, well, I maybe I don't think Molly was coming from that perspective. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you want me? There was a twofold answer. What do you want me to answer? <laughs> no, because, what because I? I, like was, I just didn't want it to get confusing because we got into school. Oh, and, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. As far as I got Molly. You. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> Issa, like you said, we kind of just set up the same argument. Like, Issa always yeah. going to Molly. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, because she needs help, you know. And yes. I, just maybe you can like answer this question for me. Where was the what was the big deal about Molly going to Andrew and saying, "Can you hook that up?" Like, what exactly? Like, I felt like she was trying to punish her. So, do you, you felt like she, she was? Needed to, she oh, was. Okay. No, no, she totally was. But at the same time, I could see. Mm-hmm. I saw it in two ways because y'all know Molly been getting on my nerves. I'll be the first one to rat on (laughs) on Molly. But at the same time, I'm trying to see this objectively. And she definitely was for sure trying to punish Issa. That's for sure. But say they were in an argument and Molly did feel this way, right? Say her and Issa were cool. Mm -hmm. I think for the first time, she wants to kind of protect herself kind she she and andrew just got over something they're just trying to figure that out maybe it's too soon Mm -hmm. for her to be asking favors yet you know what i mean to be honest boundaries with isa now exactly she's putting up boundaries of what she's willing to willing to do for her relationship which i don't think is a problem Mm -hmm. but i just think with everything that's going on between her and isa there was a two-part, like, well, there was also an enjoyment on her side because she's like, ah, that one back at you. You know what yeah. I mean? So I could see it both ways, but um, I don't think there was anything wrong, though, with her at, for her asking that favor. I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel like, yeah, I just think it's so weird. I can't justify why Molly's not helping her. I mean, it's not like... It's not like Issa didn't do her part. Like, she found somebody. Yes, she mm-hmm. didn't. I don't think she asked all the necessary questions and handled um, that, you know, kind of curveball. I don't think she handled the curveball, you know, super professional. But I think her trying to find a new artist says a lot about her just kind of, like, rolling with the punches and reaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, Molly always inserts herself in Issa's life. Like, whether it's pushing ha! away Nate or telling her what she should do and she shouldn't do it. Mm. Or that, you know, her life doesn't have to be messy. It's like, so you insert yourself when you want to, but then you're just going to kind of like fall back when Uh you're upset. Now what you say that is. (laughs) It's just for me, it just doesn't, it it didn't represent their relationship or just kind of like Molly um, and Issa's just kind of, you know, natural relationship. I think she definitely is doing some spiteful um, type of 
you know, retaliation. But I, I, I think they need to have that. Con- Issa, this is the thing with friendships. If you let something go too long, it's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna burst. You know, so that's where we're getting to, and it's unfortunate though and- because she needs help. <laughs> this is like, it's bigger than them at this yeah. point. It's a whole block party. But go ahead. I'm sorry. But no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I interrupted mm-hmm. because also Issa. Also, I wrote this down this point too when Tiff no sorry when Amber and Issa were talking she says she touched on a good point where she's like she she thinks Molly always sees her as Mm -hmm. da 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 and this could go both ways but in the terms of Molly always seeing fault with Issa and we've talked about this before or seeing how seeing now that Issa's trying to move up Mm -hmm. have feeling some type of way which I still think that is the case Mm -hmm. it's hard not to put your past prejudgments or past whatever prejudices towards what somebody's actually doing now. And this goes for Issa as well. Yeah. So like the, even though she was asking valid questions about the whole like lawyer and contracting to Issa, mm-hmm. Molly, it was also a dig. Cause it's like, Oh, what did you mess up yeah. again? You know what yes. I mean? And Issa does the same thing with her relationship. Yes. So in terms of like, in terms of the whole spiteful things, spiteful situation, she doesn't want Issa to just like ruin this opportunity with like maybe she's worried that it'll ruin it with whatever she and Andrew has going mm-hmm. on. I see that, but I think it's also seeing they're both seeing each other as where they were, like old Issa and old um, Molly, yeah. and they're not giving each other time to grow either right. or trying. And like also, not to say Issa's using Molly, but. Look how fast she th- when when she thought uh, when Molly thought Issa was ready to listen or talk or whatever, and Ma- and Issa was like just really, I don't think she was doing it on purpose, but basically like okay, yeah, that's nice, but I did it. Yeah, it was just like I need to get shit done. She wasn't considering Molly's feelings at the same time. Yeah, so uh, I I'm sorry that was like a lot of things all together. But all <laughs> no, I'm saying is that they're both seeing each other. Yeah, <laughs> they're both seeing each other as their old selves and not giving each other room to grow. Absolutely, I think there's a lot of judgment. I totally agree. With- Mm-hmm. They're both casting on one another. The communication sucks. They're just in a place where they're not really trying to resolve it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, and it's weird because I feel like on one side, Molly is trying and Issa is not. But I think Issa is just a little consumed with things mm-hmm. going on. So I understand why she can't really open that up because it's like you, you can put a pin in things if you don't have the emotional capacity. It's okay. You don't have mm-hmm. to do anything that you feel like is going to kind of deter you from whatever you're, you know, whatever you're you're working on. I get it. But I feel like there has to be some type of understanding on both sides for you to say, all right, we're going to put a pin in this, but we're definitely going to get back to it. And all these little jabs, yeah. we got to stop that now. You know? yeah. So I, I just, I, I still don't know why Molly can't help her. But at the same time, she has every right to say, you know what? Um, I've been doing things one way. I want to change it up. I want to do it different and establish some boundaries with Issa. And although she's establishing it, it's not like it, it's it's new, so it's going to be taken differently. And they are, uh-huh. you know, it's going to be rocky. Um, but maybe this is a new tone that they're, you know, kind of like established. Can we play devil's advocate? Because I have something just came to okay. mind. Because <laughs> you made you you made the valid point of. It, this being you which is true mm-hmm. Molly never and you said Molly has always inserted herself rightly so Molly has never put up bound never respected boundaries mm-hmm. said or unsaid yep. 
with Issa. Yeah. She was wrong for doing what she did to Nate. Uh-huh. Do you think this is a little hypocritical? I think it's very hypocritical of just my higher mm-hmm. nature and how she, you know, friends Issa. Mm-hmm. And there was this really good part where Issa was like, you know, <laughs> she was talking to Kelly, but she was... <laughs> that is just a joke. So, she was telling Kelly, she was like, you know... Uh, I don't know what's wrong. And, and Kelly was saying, you know, you should talk to her. And she was like, I don't know. I think she's just going to see me how she sees me. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, that's pretty deep. That's that's pretty yeah. deep. Um, and that, I feel like those are those are things that you can change in a relationship. You can talk about it um, and you can work on it. But it's interesting because Issa it almost has accepted that that's Molly's role. The one that inserts herself and the one that, you know, thinks Issa's life is a mess and she has to help and she has to always save her. So I think this is going to be great for both of their, you know, developments. I think Issa is going to understand that she's her own woman and, you know, she can demand to be treated a certain way and they're setting boundaries. I mean, I think it's, I think it's great for their relationship. I think they'll eventually come back to one another but I thought that was interesting when um, Issa said that. I think it's super yeah. hip- hypocritical to answer your, your question, though. For sure. No, it definitely is. And it definitely shows. Uh, and I think also, can we, if we give a backstory, and I was thinking about it, because I try as much as I like, I, I, this season I just love to hate Molly and Muggle Line yeah. about it. But at the same time, like, I try to see why she is that way. Mm. And being the lawyer and being how she was able to get to the success the way she is, she had to be selfish, not only strong, which is mm-hmm. good in a strong black woman, mm-hmm. but selfish and also in a way unforgiving or un or unrelentless. Yeah. And I think sometimes she carries that with her into her personal relationships where I was proud of her for apologizing to Andrew when Andrew was like, he already made plans after dinner yeah. because he couldn't be like the standby guy. And for her to apologize, that was huge. But I don't think she's putting that same sympathy or empathy into her friendship with right. Issa because, yes, there's underlying issues, but you're not being as empathetic as you should be as you're also doing to Andrew. You're not seeing where you're doing right. wrong. You know what right. I mean? I think they, in a way, and, I think they both have taken advantage of their relationships yeah. with one another. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, like you said earlier, using, and it's hard to say you're using someone because when you've established that type of friendship, you're just yeah. asking something that you would typically ask. But when you guys are in a dark space and you have to resolve mm-hmm. your own issues, it feels like you have taken advantage of the good parts of the relationship, the convenient yeah. part. So yeah, there is, mm-hmm. you know, there's a back and forth with that. But I agree, she's being way more patient. Uh, with yeah. Andrew but Molly and Andrew you know I think Andrew's starting to feel um how busy you know he's starting to feel it how busy uh Molly is um and just by yeah. saying feeling it he's starting to get the rejection <laughs> like she can't go to yeah know? she has to take care of this this and that like she has so many things that's going on and he doesn't know uh where he fits quote-unquote fits um I thought she kind of I'll start with this when she called him her main priority, I kind of was a little confused <laughs> with that. And I just, I kind of want to dive into that because how is he her main priority when, you know, she has work as her main priority? You know, he's a priority. I get it. But how are you the main priority? Does that mean that 
everything comes after Andrew because I don't think that's the case. You are a career woman. I, I say this to say I think she's playing a role that she's not. This is not her. I think she's trying to appease this man. Yep. I think she's trying to really like hold on to him regardless of her own principles and, and what she wants, you know. So I, that to me was really interesting and out of character, right? Like, how do you feel about that? No. I, no, I definitely didn't. When I first heard that, I said, okay, this, <laughs> I, this literally was Man. my reaction. Because I was like, because I was just like, um, I think you're, at, at that point, I think she's doing a little bit of the mm-hmm. most. I don't think she knows. I don't think she wants that to be the priority at that moment. She's still fairly new to the firm. She's still figuring out yeah. herself. And I think, I think right now, he can be a priority. Yeah. Is he the main one? That no. was deep. Yeah, and he's reaching so, with that one like, oh, wait yeah. So I think she she's going to have to figure that little bit of, out, that part out a little bit more because she is not ready for right now to be that the main priority. Because in my head, that means that y'all are ready to move to the next step, and y'all are not ready. Yeah, to Yeah, exactly. you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was odd, I, but um, yeah. <laughs> I think her priority, you know, has completely shifted. As we can see, it's all about Andrew now. Because her priority with Issa is not even there. Exactly. And I feel like you have to have a Mm well-balance. For where she is in her life, I think she should have it not all sorted out, but work towards Mm -hmm. that. You can't have, like, you can't switch now just because you and Issa's relationship isn't where it needs to be. You could just switch and be like, okay, I have no, I think you just have to, I think they both play hand in hand in terms of the person that you're becoming mm-hmm. or you want to mm-hmm. become, in my opinion, yeah. especially a long-term relationship as her and Issa. You have to have your girl. You need somebody to be at your side when you're trying to figure stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, like you have to like, like kind of how like, you know, Andrew balances his like, mm-hmm. friends. Like, you know, he said, I have plans later because the thing is, as much as I would like, because when I, so when they were at dinner and, you know, she obviously, obviously was a little frustrated because he made plans for later when they had date night. I, and I don't know how you feel as far as like, was he right to make those plans? I kind of was a little torn. I felt like, you know, you should cancel. Like, I'm, I'm your lady. You have time with me. What is it to cancel with your friends? But then you don't want to keep doing that because then you become flaky and your friends are a priority too. You know, time spent you know energy exchange like being around your like those things are important you know making time for your friends are just as important as making time in a relationship so yeah i I agree with that if it wasn't molly always canceling exactly exactly yeah and that's kind of what prompted him to say well i don't know where i fit in and i i get it and Mm -hmm. as much as i would be like you know you need to call them and say no i can't I, i understand where he was coming from um, mm-hmm. And it's like, boo boo, he's not your main priority. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. No, is, ma'am. Yeah, yeah he's not. a priority and you're going to try, but like, I don't know what my, like, her, her career is is something that is going to take some time for her to be able to mm-hmm. have all this extra time to, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. have a, you know, flourishing relationship. But yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was cool of him to prioritize, you know, his commitment to his friends. Um, but yeah, she's not really doing that with hers. Exactly. And she's going to learn it, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I think where her coworkers were saying, one of her coworkers was saying she, uh, her ex-partner expected her to be at 
the house by six o'clock or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's showing. I think she's at a firm where she could learn life personal balance, like yes. per- professional um, per- personal balance. Yeah. So I think she's going to get there. Yes, I-, I think so too. I'm excited for her her growth in her career, and she's at this all black firm. Firm. I think she needs to just really mm-hmm. focus. Um, but on the flip side, Molly. It's interesting. Mo- as much as Molly. She wants a career just as much as she wants a family already. She wants everything. Exactly. This perfect narrative that she has in her head. And it's like, she is going to have to put work and she's going to have to prioritize people that she date and she takes seriously. But um, yeah, I think, you know, as far as her personal life with her friends, she's going to have to figure out how to balance both because I know um, from example, like, you know, or from experience, excuse me, that, you know, you can't, you can't just stop, you know, your your interaction and like you know your just being with your friends because when that person yeah. does when it doesn't work out it's like you kind of oh let me let me take my friends off the shelf and let me let me you know play with them again like mm-hmm. boy you know your friends are not a toy exactly so yeah really quick i wanted mm-hmm. to get the last topic because i think it's so important yeah. We're, we might have to break um, this in two parts to be honest <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking Uh, I really want to touch quickly on the hospital (gasps) in Black Oh my god, that's exactly why I was like, (laughs) when I looked at that, because I wrote that down, I said we gotta break this in two. That literally prompted me to say we have to break this in two. Okay, we could do we could do that. That's fine. Oh my god, no, we can talk about it. But I'm just saying, like this podcast, I'm gonna have to split in two because we have to talk about this. I love how they put like these underlying issues that we have in our community mm-hmm. and they they put it in in mm-hmm. you know parts of the of the episode yeah and we this is nothing new we've heard it multiple times we the mm-hmm. the death rate for mothers black specifically women mm-hmm. of color black women um at hospitals because they're not taking seriously their symptoms and yeah. this we we're not going to go into it because there's a whole history behind it and again we are going to break this too um there there is a long history mm-hmm. of not taking black women seriously and it's because of how the reason we have the the birth measures the birthing measures that we have today is a lot of testing on black mm-hmm. women and for Tiff talk about that and how we think about like Serena Williams we think about Beyonce we think about mm-hmm. all these women who have had problematic pregnancies or birth or close to birth or labor I should say mm-hmm. um, it's I, I love that they touched on that um, because unfortunately it's just like uh, it's a it's a, a ongoing issue that has been going on for centuries so I would just have to say I'm grateful for that that's all I gotta say I'll lay it one and we're learning because at first when I heard about that and it's alarming statistics if you really dive into it it's mm-hmm. really you know, I was like confused. I was like, well, what is it in our genetic makeup that is, you know, ha- that's causing this? But it's not necessarily that. It's actually people's perspective and like yeah. their people's log- logic and ignorance that black women can handle the pain and that their issues or concerns is nothing to worry about. So Tiffany mm-hmm. talks about um, a, blood, a blood clot that, you know... Or some pain or whatever, and it turned out to be a blood clot. It was a blood clot. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. a blood clot. And, like, at first, they initially was, like, ignoring her. 
And, you know, she had, and they also pointed out she had the resources. And I love how they talked about how she had nine doctors. Because mm-hmm. They pointed that out because everybody doesn't have nine doctors. So mm-hmm. in this very specific situation, she was able to have other people there to be attentive to every need and every mm-hmm. everything that was concerning her they brought attention to let's say a, a woman that doesn't have as much you know um finance finance they're not financially stable they don't have nine doctors or you know they barely have any good insurance they go there and they say that this is bothering me this is an issue i'm concerned they're ignored yeah and these are yeah. the same women that actually like i saw i heard i was reading a story the other day um, a father had to leave the hospital with his baby and not his uh, wife. That broke my uh, heart. And they were, and he listed all of their concerns and he's suing them. And I think he should, but like a lawsuit doesn't bring his wife back. A lawsuit doesn't bring the mother of that child back. That bro- that story broke my heart. Like it really uh-huh. did. And, and I love, and then they brought up the Serena, Serena, uh-huh. <laughs> Serena is for tough. Okay. She's uh-huh. built. Let's, I ain't gonna go down that road, but she's this woman could she looks like she can handle what most women can. Mm-hmm, exactly. She had her concerns and they ignored her and she almost mm-hmm. died. And it's because she knew her body and this is such a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. And this actually this 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 get this this is a hard one for me because I I recently looked at who started this and how this started and I can't remember the name. I actually have this written down somewhere, but I can't remember the name of the doctor. But the reason black women are this perceived that black women can't feel pain or we have a higher pain tolerance is because the medical field, um, I think his name was Sims, but I have to double check on his name, but Dr. S for sure. Mm -hmm. He used to test on black women, anything you could think of in terms of um, the reproductive system or anything. Mm -hmm. That is how that thing came about. So unfortunately, and that is how a lot of the discovery of, of yep. what goes on for women in general during pregnancy or during any type of for their reproductive systems mm-hmm. is is due once again to black women mm. and um i saw that story that you're talking about and so mm-hmm. many others and it has nothing so to do with our genetics it has nothing, it has nothing to do, to do with, with our genetics it has to do with no one taking us seriously. I'd almost rather be that than than someone not listening to you know what I mean. Girl, and when I found out what the it, I was like, you got like someone in the medical field saying this is the issue, and I'm like, wait, pause. What? No, you, what, wait, wait, what was that? Mm-hmm. It's because they're not listening. So that for me was like, okay, uh, yeah. I mean, that, now that I know this, look. You better hope I don't even get gas. Cause I'm be like, uh uh-uh, uh <laughs> right. I'm gonna have my doctor on speed now. Yes. But <laughs> we wanna uh-uh. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know. I feel like my doctor's name gonna be really. Uh-uh. No, 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 You better hope. You better hope I don't have nothing as serious as gas. I'm I'm calling you. Like this is crazy. This is yeah. crazy. I'm scared mm-hmm. to even I'm scared to even conceive. <laughs> like I'm yeah. stay away from me. <laughs> We'd like to thank Issa and her team for acknowledging that and we love y'all. We serious about this camera. Yes, dead ass, y'all. Yes. Multiple, Get a, a recurring role, y'all. <laughs> like we are so serious. We're gonna put it out there. Yes, whenever the universe wants it, we are going to be on Insecure. We are. Let this be known. Yeah, ten thirty nine. Oh, I got goosebumps. I got May fourth. 
we is Fanayan and Abby. Yes. Fab TV is going to be part of Insecure in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay? Can I have an amen? Amen. Can I get an amen again? <laughs> amen. All right. Okay. But y'all, we want to thank you so much for staying so long with us. This was, we had so much to take on. It was and a lot. Yeah, get into yes. these episodes, honey. There is so many underlying... Uh, topics is so mm-hmm. great to just discuss this because it's really great to hear one another's perspectives and I love everything discussed we didn't talk about some of the discussions but you know just stay tuned everything is gonna you know unfold and we're excited for the next um episode recap yes and be sure to um follow us on IG mm-hmm. and on social media Twitter mm-hmm. uh, we had some really good responses from a question that we posted on the last episode mm-hmm. of our podcast mm-hmm. so keep it up y'all and also write down topics y'all want us to discuss. Yes. We are in the process of creating more content for y'all. So we just want to hear as much feedback and um, recommendations as you guys have. Damn. All right. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>